Welcome to the second parak of Sefer Chabakuk. This, you will remember, of course, is the Haftarah of the second day of Shavuos. Obviously, only in Chutzarah, it's two days Yomtov. Uh, it's Chabakuk. Now, here he writes the following prophecy on tablets. He places it where it could be seen clearly by the soldiers of Bavar besieging Yerushalayim. Firstly, Hashem answers Chabakuk's question about why is it that the wicked are having a good time? He said the success of the wicked won't last. You are only looking at a small part of the picture. Even the punishments of the righteous are diluted with drops of mercy. Therefore, the Jews, the Yidden, who are exiled to Bavel and did not engage in Avodah Zarah are going to be unharmed when Koresh plunders Bavel. Sadik be'emunoso yichya, a beautiful posuk, a righteous person lives by their faith. That alone allows them to escape suffering. The Gemara says this is the core posuk. This is the mitzvah, emunah. Everything is an outgrowth of that. In fact, the uh, Ramban on the Sefer Mitzvahs in Mitzvah Aleph, uh, in his uh, additions to the Rambam, <coughs> excuse me, get quite excited with the Sefer Mitzvahs of the Rambam, <laughs> the Sefer Mitzvahs of the Rambam, the Ramban on the side quotes the Bahag, who says that Emunah is not one of the 613 Mitzvahs, it's a prerequisite. If you don't have a Munah, you don't believe in a Tzivui, a Metzavah, sorry, if there's no one to come on, what are the mitzvahs? What are the Tzivuyim? It's a prerequisite. It is the thing that holds everything together. A Munah Tzadik, a Munah That allows him to escape suffering. It's not abstract a Munah. It's a Munah that Hashem does things for us, looks after us, takes us, took us out of Egypt, as the Sefer HaChinuch adds, and as the Smak says, will redeem us again. That's why Seder night, we have all of that. Great Hashem. Creator of the world, took us out of Egypt, and to the end of the Seder night, there'll be Geula once again. Nebuchadnezzar has always pursued greater objectives. He was never content with his achievements. But righteous people ascribe their success to Hashem's assistance, and therefore they feel fulfilled. It's a really important point over here. It's like this. And um, Sometimes our aspirations in the physical world mean that we don't appreciate what we have. You want a bigger car? You don't like the current car. When it comes to aspirations and spiritual yearnings, when you want something greater, it does not detract from your current level. That's the contrast over here. Um, What happens over here is Chavachuk describes Nebuchadnezzar as a traitor who's drunk. He seizes property. It doesn't belong to him, and therefore he won't own it permanently. Chavachuk prophesies that the kings of Paris and Madai, they'll annihilate Baba, they'll exile them, and this will be the retribution for building a city of bloodshed and completing a city of sin. Why? Bavel was built through illegitimate means and the entire empire will be destroyed. Mechatnetza would intoxicate the kings, you know, metaphorically speaking, in captivity. He would abuse them. He'd rely on, on useless, inanimate idols. But Hashem is all powerful. He is from the Kodesh Kadashim, the Holy of Holies. Uh, sorry, from the Kodesh Kadashim, his seat of power. He rules the entire world. Uh, Hashem, finally, we have knowledge of Hashem will one day become widespread. That is the widespread nevuah of the second parak of Chava.